Unfolding the eternal excellences, the hidden insights of the truth and the depth of the riches of wisdom and knowledge. The Bible says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have not pointed to your weaknesses. He says, I have cleansed thee by the word. I have pointed to your strength. And this is your strength, that I am Christ in you, the hope of glory. The glory of freedom, the glimpses into eternity. The gospel is not supposed to be an assumption. It's not supposed to be just a mere presupposition. Truth is older than language, but the word of God is way deeper than any human language. And now, Apostle Grace with the word. Praise God. Hebrews chapter 2. Give me the amplified of that. The Bible says, since all this is true, hallelujah, since all this is true, Now that's the sum of things that you have read and known about God and his word. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's the sum of everything you have known and heard concerning the word of God. This is everything you know and have heard concerning the word of God. Is the word of God true? Come on, answer me. Is the word of God true? Is it true? This is what Paul is telling you and I. In Hebrews, he says, since this, all this is true. Since everything you have believed is true. Since everything you have read in the Bible is true. Since everything that you have been taught about faith, the love of God, the power of God, the grace of God, the forgiveness of God is true. He says, we ought to pay much closer attention than ever to the truths that we have heard, least in any way we drift past them and slip away. Did you hear what I just said? If it was not true, the opposite of that, God does not appeal to you to give any close attention to what is not true. Whatever is a lie, you have the right to cancel. Heaven will never judge you for refusing an ungodly report. God will never hold you accountable for refusing an ungodly report. He will never hold you at ransom. In fact, he insists that you don't observe lying vanities because you forsake your own mercy. Are you hearing me? The deceptions and things that are contrary to the word of God, God tells you you don't need to attend to those. You don't even need to give any attention to them. You don't even have to because you forsake the mercy. You forsake the source of mercy. You ought not to observe lying vanities. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. But he says, but what is true? Since all these things are true, the Bible says you ought to give honest attention. You ought to give honest attention. You ought to give the more honesty. Praise the Lord. Now the word there for honest, it's the, it's, it's the Greek word called perizoteros or perizoterose, something like that. The word there for closer attention, right? Or the KJV uses the word honestly. The word there for close attention uh, is a word to, to mean more abundantly, more exceedingly, above others. I love this, more frequent. Did you hear what I just said? So he tells you, take heed of these things more frequently. The word there for heed, prosecco, to the mind, for your mind, the KJV says, take heed, honest heed, 
to the things. The word therefore heed is to bring to the mind, to bring oneself to attend, to turn your mind to attentively to these things. Least they what? They sleep. Hallelujah. Least they go anytime, anytime, anytime. Anytime. Things can slip out of you. You understand? Are you following where I'm coming from? So he tells you, bring to mind very constantly, many times, consistently, without hesitation. You understand what I'm saying? Above all, this earnestness, like I told you, has the word to have a superabounding mind, to bring your mind more frequent to a thing. More frequent to a thing, at least they sleep. In fact, I was reading uh, the Hebrew for sleep, uh, things sleeping away or letting them sleep. And literally the connotation there is, it's, it's likened to leaking vessels. How many of you know any vessel? For example, uh, a jerrycan. Okay? And then you fill that jerrycan with water. But that jerrycan has holes. So as they are carrying it, the water starts to what? To ooze out. That vessel starts leaking. But you do not know that the vessel is what? Is leaking. And so what happens over a couple of hours? If you did not know that that vessel had a hole, and then a couple of minutes, hours later, you come back, the jerrycan that was full is half. You understand what I'm saying? Some people are leaking vessels. The word of God comes so strong on you and you leave church full. Are you hearing me? They give you a faith someone and then you go out and say, now with this one? You know, sometimes I love the faces when you preach a good someone. I love the way some people come through. Someone comes and says, apostle, I mean you've preached someone's, but this one. I'm done. That's it. That's all I needed. I, I have every answer. Then after like three weeks, you preach another one and the person says, no. Nah, <laughs> if on the other one, I, you convinced me, this one, you've killed me. <laughs> you then you preach another one a couple of weeks later. Then the person comes to you and they're just like, <laughs> that they don't have words. <laughs> don't have a witness in the house. What has really happened to your spirit? You've been filled. You go back ready, very ready to confess, to speak, to act, to do everything by faith because you've had the word of grace and faith and you're excited. You understand? Then situations come and they start getting this water out of the vessel. Are you hearing me? And a couple of months later, the person you saw standing on that side will say, Shakalaye! You know what? Sometimes I, when I preach, and I see your faces, some of you stand up and you're like, pa, 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 pa. Woo, mm. Even in the services, you give yourselves high five. <laughs> like the Lord had even revealed it earlier. Huh? Like, 
Can you believe we're talking about the same thing? You can't believe. You preached exactly what we were talking about. The vessel is full. Then situations come and they come. They come and they come. Are you hearing me? Then the same vessel comes for counseling and it tells you, Apostle, what have I done? Or what am I missing? Or why isn't it working? And I'm like, but the last time you came to me, you were even speechless. <laughs> you had no words. You were overwhelmed by the word of God. Now you're here screaming your head out of why things are not working the way you want them to work and things are contrary to the way you expected them to work. Maybe you were excited because everything was perfect. Maybe you were excited because at that particular point, everything was flowing right. So were you really excited by the word of God or you were excited because at that particular point, the word agreed with your state? That's my question. Did you really believe that word? Were you excited in your spirit because that word was defining you to the core and filling this vessel to seal and stay full, all that what was only relevant because it agreed at your present state of situation. Do you understand what I'm saying? Things happen sometimes. You get it? Things happen. The apostle of faith, Smith Wigglesworth, one time woke up and he had kidney stones. The apostle of faith. The apostle of faith. The apostle of faith. Of faith. Six years, Smith Wigglesworth struggled with kidney stones. And he refused to be operated. And the doctors told him, you're going to die. Does anybody know how painful kidney stones are? Does anybody have a clue? Anybody, anybody here has seen somebody struggle with stones? Put up your hands. You know, they can be fatal. And they are fatal. And then the apostle faith, of faith. <laughs> because in God's general, Smith goes what is called the apostle of faith. And he has kidney stones. Are you thinking? Now, those ones who are below him, they're like, now if Smith Wigglesworth can have stones. You understand what I'm saying? But I love how Smith thought. Smith said, nobody's going to put a blade on me. He said, no. Six years, the devil kept speaking to him. You're going to die, Smith. One day you're going to fall off that and die. And then you're going to die. And then you're going to die. And, and he could have. He opened deaf ears, eyes, and raised the dead. But his daughter, Alice Salter, was deaf. You understand what I'm saying? His daughter. Yet he opened blind eyes and deaf ears and raised 23 dead bodies on record. Smith Wigglesworth. The son of God died at 33. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? Do you understand what I'm trying to tell you? But I want to get you somewhere. I want to get you somewhere. Some of you have read of the Apostle Paul. 
the verses we hate to read. The Bible says Paul woke up one day and he could not see. The apostle of Jesus Christ. The writer of the New Testament. And he told his own and he says, you your own could have plucked out your eyes for me. There were people, if it was possible, they would have gotten their eyes out and given to Paul because they loved him honestly. You get my point? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. You get my point? But it's not the state. It's what you believe. Who has understood what I just said? It's not the circumstance you're going through. It's how full is this vessel? <sighs> Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not the state you're going through. It's how full is this vessel that guarantees that you're going to have victory any day. Eh? Have you understood what I just said? It's not what you go through. It's how full you are. Are you hearing me? Now, that's where Paul comes from in Hebrews 2 and tells you, since these things are true, since the word of God is true, he says we ought to pay much closer attention. We ought to bring our mind constantly, many times, to attending to it. He says, because if we don't, the Bible says, we shall be leaking vessels. That means when you take your mind off the word of God, you start to leak. When you take your mind off the truth, you start to leak. When you take your mind off God's word and then you start to look at the situation, you start to leak. When you take your eyes off what God has done and who he is and the truth of Jesus Christ and the finished work of Christ and the true cross, you start to leak. And you wake up and you don't have enough to go through. Somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, we have been tried. We have been tried. I have been tested. I have been tested. I'm not preaching to you something that I've not seen. Some of us have been to hell and back. But it's how full you are. Somebody shout hallelujah. It's how full you are. It's what comes out of the inside of you. Hallelujah. It's that thing that starts to stir up and you say, uh-uh. Greater is he which is in me than he that is in the world. I have the life which is of God in me. I'm more than a conqueror by Christ which strengthens me. Ask your neighbor, how full are you? Ask the other one, how full are you? Are you thinking? So Paul tells you, since all this is true, we ought to pay much closer attention than ever to the truths that we have heard, least in any way we drift past them and slip away. And the next verse says, for if the message given through angels, the law spoken by them to Moses, was authentic and proved sure, and every violation and disobedience received appropriate, just, and adequate penalty. He says, how shall we escape appropriate retribution if we neglect and refuse to pay attention to such a great salvation? as is now offered to us, letting it drift past us forever. For if it was declared at first by the Lord himself and it was confirmed to us and proved to be real and genuine by those who personally heard him speak. And the next verse says, besides this 
evidence. It was also established and plainly endorsed by God who showed his approval of it by signs, wonders, and various miracles, manifestations of his power, and by imparting the gifts of the Holy Spirit to believers according to his own will. This thing worked. It's older than you. Joshua saw it. Peter saw it. Paul saw it. It worked for Moses. It worked for Zechariah. It worked for Ezekiel. It worked for Jeremiah. Apostle Grace. Put your name. How can we escape such? How can we escape if we ignore such great salvation? That means our punishment is not to believe. Our punishment will only come because we refuse to believe. There is no punishment for a believer. Somebody shout hallelujah. There is no loss for a believer. There is only victory. Somebody shout hallelujah. I say there is only victory for a believer. There is no punishment. The punishment written in scripture is for those who have refused what God has plainly endorsed to be true. Somebody shout hallelujah. If you have believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, it doesn't matter how things are happening. Give honest heed to the things which you have heard. When situations go ahead, course, look for a someone. Some of you, let me tell you something. Let me teach you something. You must classify summons. So if you're a serious Christian and you have summons at home, you must put your classification summons. You must know, you understand? You must clarify them and say, okay, if I have a problem in the love walk, these are the ones, write the list. If somebody annoys me, I listen to one. It has to be like a prescription. Then you have to have say summons and say, if I have financial issues, secrets of divine providence, uh, I'm not a son of terror, yeah, thing you understand eh? there are those things I've preached eh? if you have a sin consciousness look for righteousness imputed the gift of righteousness righteousness are we born put it there if you have trouble with faith get your list of prescription of faith summons like 20 or 30 of them are you hearing me and then put them on the side also classify them are you hearing me have your library why because it tells you Bring your mind to this more often. Bring your mind constantly to this. When something happens and it's contrary to the word, get the sermon and put it in. Are you hearing me? And then start speaking every word you're hearing. If you still feel you're not convinced, put another one. If you still feel you're not convinced, put another one. If you feel you're not convinced, put another one. If you feel you're not convinced, come back to the first one and put it in. Until you're convinced. As you listen. Your faith starts to rise. You start laughing at what looked impossible. You, you start grinning at what... You, you come out like nothing has touched you. Hallelujah. Without smoke or flux. Why? Because he has told you, if you don't do that, you will leak. You will leak. Some of you, your sermons end only on Thursday. That's it. You don't listen to... You don't go back to your summons end Thursday and Sunday. You've been in the ministry for more than a year. You don't even have summons at home. What do you live on? How do you stay sober in this crazy world? How do you stay sober in this crazy world without the word of God? Are you hearing what I'm saying? You get yourself a nice word. You put it in your spirit. You say I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. 
greater is he which is in me than he that is in the world for no under condemnation because I'm in Christ. For them I have received the free, the law of the life-giving spirit has set me free from the law of sin and death. I'm more than a conqueror by Christ which strengthens me. Glory, glory is happening in my life. Upward, upward, upward and upward I go only. I'm waxing. Great on every side. Great things are happening for me. Yes, what if the devil comes and talks to you contrary? Talk back. Quarrel. Start war. Are you hearing me? Sometimes I tell the devil, you fool. You fool. How can you say that? You fool. I tell him straight, you fool. How can you say that? Is it not written? <laughs> you fool. You fool. How can you say that? How can you say that? You fool. You fool. Because the Bible says a fool says no to God. And Satan did. So he's a fool. He doubts God. So he's a fool. Tell him you fool. What are you saying? You fool. Separate your thoughts eh, from the thoughts of God. How do you know that? You're hearing Satan. Fear. How do you know that you're hearing God? Peace. Hello. The Bible says, for he is held in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Stayed. Stay. Are you hearing me? Regardless of the situation, get your mind and stay on God. Hallelujah. He spoke, he will fulfill. He's faithful and he loves you. But what if, what if I did this? What if I went there? What if I'm there? So what? So what? Are you forgiven? Are you forgiven? So what is the fool telling you? Oh, I deserve this because I did this. I deserve this because I went there. I deserve this because I said this. I deserve this. There are people who go through everything you've gone through and they don't deserve it. So what about those ones? Which bracket do you put them in? You understand what I'm saying? There is no formula for who deserves and who doesn't. The gospel is the love of God toward you that has promised you that I will do you good all the days of your life. He has promised. The Bible calls him the high priest of good things. He's the high priest of good things. Praise God. Hallelujah. I know good is coming your way. Somebody shout hallelujah. I know good is coming your way. What am I trying to tell you? The word. The word. The word. The word. The word. It doesn't matter how long it has taken. Don't leak. Tell your neighbor, don't leak. Tell them again and tell them it doesn't matter how long it has taken. Don't leak. Don't leak. How do you leak? When your mind goes off. When your thoughts go off. Don't leak. Tell your neighbor, don't leak. Yeah, don't be a leaking vessel. Don't be a leaking vessel. 
be a vessel that fills up and overflows. Hallelujah. With the goodness of the Lord. Praise the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not outside that defileth a man. It's that which is within him. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's that thing inside you that you've chosen to believe. I believe that I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. I believe that I'm going to be happy. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. I believe that I'm going to see the glory of God. I believe that many days are coming ahead of me and they're going to be good. When Satan put the son of God to shame, he didn't know that he was bringing many sons to glory. If he had known, he would not have attacked you. Praise God. If he had known, he would not have attacked you. If he had known, but he doesn't know. And you let him know that you're not a jokingy subject. Praise the Lord, somebody. I have believed. Say it, I believed. I'm more than a conqueror. I'm not a leaking vessel. I'm a vessel that feels and feels and feels. Because these things are true. They are true. Put this someone in your classics. Get it and keep it. Every time things are coming and they start to, to tell you your nose is short, your teeth are long. Switch it on. Hallelujah. Since these things are true. The Bible has been the top selling book since the day it was printed. Every year. It has gone on record that the Bible has been the top-selling book since it was printed. Lies can't sell that much. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, lies can't sell that much. Fiction can't sell that much. It has been the most selling book since its print, and it was the first book on record printed. You go to Israel and every place written of in scripture is alive. I've been to Mary's grotto. I've seen the tomb where they laid our master. I've seen the place in Nazareth, the house where he was raised. They know it. They all know it. History can't be rubbed. It is too late to rub history. This man walked the surface of this earth and he was true. Otherwise, the state of Israel would be nothing. Like they deny the Holocaust. If you've been to a Holocaust museum, you'd know that those are fools. Because every evidence is there. Even pictures of ashtrays, when they're putting them in those gas chambers, they threw them in there. They used to undress them, male, female, and children. They used to take 2,000 of them per bunch. Up to today, those places are still there in ashtrays. They entered, they put all the Jews there. They used to measure them by their head. There's a symmetric width of a Jewish head. So they used to measure them and then the nose and then they know that this is a Jew and then they undress them male, female. And then they throw them in gas chambers and then they lit them and then they start choking. And then they get fellow Jews and those Jews get those bodies out and they cause them to bury them. They used to take Jews by the hundreds or two hundreds of them and then tell them to dig, uh, to dig what? Uh, to dig, to dig, to dig, to dig the ground and then create holes. And then after digging them, they shoot them and then they take the other two and tell them, bury all your people. You understand what I'm saying? The story of the gospel is true. 
Tell your neighbor the story of the gospel is true. You know, some of you, I think, not all of you, but some of you may be struggle with believing whether Christianity is true. Some of you may be struggle. You might never go to Israel. <laughs> it's all right. Jesus is a revelation. You don't need to be like the Muslims who go to Mecca to go around the Kaaba. Ours is not in a black box. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. <laughs> Even when you look on the cross, he's not there. But he's alive. Tell your neighbor, Jesus is alive. <laughs> For me, I think what has helped me over the years, anybody could have talked me out of the gospel at one point, but what has helped me over the years for me is simple. At the age of eight, I saw him. I didn't imagine. It was not my imagination. He appeared before I even asked him to come. So for me, Jesus is a real person. Nobody can even debate me out of this experience I've seen by God. Otherwise, by what power do we demonstrate this life? How do you heal? Huh? God is real. God is real. Tell your neighbor, God is real. And is working for me. Tell them again and say, God is real. And is working for me. Yes. Don't leak out. Don't leak out. Fill yourself with the word. Fill yourself with the right confession. Hallelujah. Every time you speak and listen, you understand, you take heed, you put your mind on what you heard. Oh, they told us one time that when this thing comes, you do this. When this happens, you do that. When you remember that, you'll stay full. And the devil has no place for full people. Are you hearing me? He can't break a full spirit. That's why the Bible says that the spirit of a man will sustain his infirmity. If you have any weakness, your spirit can drive it out. Just keep full. What am I trying to tell you? Some of you listen to someone's only when you want. No, make them a part of you. Get your dangerous ones. Are you hearing me? They are with dangerous ones. <laughs> are you following what I'm saying? But that to the end... We will not be judged for escaping such great salvation. How can we escape such great salvation? He says, how can we put away? How can we ignore? How can we take for granted such great salvation? If those who ignored it were judged, God is not going to judge you for any attack on your life, but he's going to judge you because you did not believe. Are you hearing me? Not to have faith is sin already. Tell your neighbor I have faith. I'm full of faith. Come on, put up your hands and start speaking in tongues. Ancient words long preserved for our Speak in tongues. In this world there is with God's own heart, all let the ancient words Words of life, words of hope, give us strength, help us go in this world. 
will guide us home Come on We have come with open hearts Let the ancient Open your spirit Say ancient words Ever true Changing me We have come Open
honest heed to the things that you have heard. Stay full. Tell your neighbor, stay full. That's what is happening to your finances. That is what is happening to your health. It will spring forth. That is what is happening to your family. Praise God. The same anointing in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. If you're here and you've never given your life to Christ and you want to receive him and you want to receive him today, please come and receive him as your Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord. Come, come. If you're here and you say, I want to be born again, come. If you're going to repeat these words after me, say, Lord Jesus, I thank you because you died for me. And from today, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I believe that you're the Son of God who gave his life for me that I would leave and so I leave Amen The message you have just heard was brought to you by Fenero Ministries International For more information contact us on telephone number 041-466-4291 or email us at Fenerocompala at gmail.com. You can also find us on the web at www.funero.org. Or better still, feel free to join us every Thursday for our weekly fellowships at Uma Multipurpose Hall from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. You can also catch the live stream at livestream.com slash Fenero. Fenero, make manifest.